The Doctor Gave Me LSD, and Now I'm Smelling Trees, by Jake Fitzpatrick as Rex Normandy. Take this, Rex, you're too uptight, and he sent me on my merry way. That was the extent of my doctor's prescription. She didn't even provide instructions or a scrap of written paper explaining herself. As I arrived home, I popped the kettle on. I then grabbed an ornate china teapot shaped like a London bus. I placed the tea bag in the pot. As the kettle's rustling tension reached its climax, I poured its dramatic contents into the pot. I waited before taking the tea with skim milk and sugar. The humble joys of a simple life. As I sat down, I removed the small Ziploc bag from my trousers. Inside was my medicine. Four tiny moments of paper with animated clowns printed on them. As I'm English, I made the educated assumption I should take it with tea. I placed the clown at the bottom of the tea and waited for it to cool. As I waited, I tucked into the latest Ali Smith novel. I was rather enwrapped in this one and I was making a concerted effort to lengthen my time spent with it. After a 10 minute fix of reading, I decided to take my first sip of tea. I was alerted to this by my timber alarm. Based on prior research, I had deduced that 10 minutes was the perfect amount of time to refrain from taking the first sip. After this point, you take it. And for the next 20 minutes, you take delicate sips every other 25 seconds until you are parched or the cup is empty. I proceeded to engage in this slow, trivial process as I drove further into the novel's crevices. I had finished both the book and the cup of tea by the time the timber alarm alerted me that 20 minutes was finished. Feeling rather exhausted, I thought to lie down on the sofa for 20 minutes. I thought to set an alarm. I was going, 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 gone. When I awoke, I could smell trees very clearly and distinctly. Rusted bark crumbled into pastry. Wafting in with it was the smell of diamonds cut by a sweaty homeless man's toe. A smell of congealed yellow sweat. I didn't feel anxious. Medicine had worked. I opened my eyes. On the ceiling, I saw cattle being chased by animated zebras. It appeared like a drink conjured in heaven's multiple swimming pools. I sat up. The carpet was breathing. The carpet was breathing when I was breathing. The carpet and I were breathing in unison and in exact coordination. I loved the carpet. The Elizabethan paintings hung in my house started growing beards. Kitchen sinks began to gather facial hair and groan about itchy scrotums. I trundled along my corridor. Whilst doing so, I looked in the mirror. I zoomed in on my face like a camera and saw all the things I hated about it. Then my face melted off, like wax at a middle-class dinner party. My face crawled along the corridor like a newborn baby. Wanting my face back, I decided to follow it. My face led me to the kitchen. Everything in the kitchen appeared like a bouncy castle, ripe, 
Everything I touched felt like and light and airy. My face found its way into a bouncy frying pan, and I decided I wanted to fry it like an omelette. I complied with its request after it began to shout insults and sweet nothings in conjunctive sentences. After a few minutes of cooking, my face said it was ready. I proceeded to tip it out into a flying saucer. I grabbed an elephant trunk and started to eat my face off. My lips tasted like sherbet lemon. My eyes tasted like 60s insect repellent. My nose tasted like freshly made dim sum. With every bite, I learnt more about the nature of hibiscus flowers. After I was done, the flying saucer flew away, and he, he held my hand and took me around the room. I decided we were leaving the world, so I took my teeth with me, my most valuable possession and asset, gleaming like broken bottles on New Year's Eve. As I gripped flying saucer's hand tight, I thought about the world and my life, and my place in it, and my hair, and politics. I thought about the sun, and climate change, and acting, and ideas for films I should have made. I served a soul's world hunger, and kept the secret, locked inside a long vault in my head. When I fell back to earth, after my hands became sweaty, I began to converse with Shakespeare about the price of fish. He offered me a whiskey, and we knocked it back, a shot of tequila, and created a word known as brolicking. I looked in the mirror again, and my hair was thick savannah grass. I could see cheetahs taking down gazelles on top of my head. I ate a blade of my own grass, and it tasted like sugar almonds and diner coffee. I bounced around my life. The doctor had done his job.